We're going to get into today's bachelor party B-side. But first, let me tell you about what else is going on on the Ringer Podcast Network. We got part two of David Chang in conversation with Alan Yang of Master of None. Check that out. We got Binge Mode. They're up to chapters 16 to 22 of The Prisoner of Azkaban. And Chuck Klosterman makes a valiant return to the Bill Simmons podcast. Check out those and the rest of the Ringer Podcast Network at theringer.com slash podcasts. Welcome to today's Bachelor Party B-Side. I'm on time. It's been a while, but I feel good about it. It's Thursday. We're going to talk about this week's episode. And I have a guest, Ashley Spivey, on the phone. Ashley was very involved in bringing the Lincoln and Garrett controversies to light. And as such, she is a major insider. I'm impressed with her reporting skills. You're going to hear all about it. But as such, the second half of this episode, we get into some spoiler content. If you are spoiler free and you don't know anything about how this season wraps up, you're probably not going to want to listen to the last like seven minutes. And that's okay. You can come back to it once the season's over. So you've been warned. Keep that in mind. And now let's get into Ashley. On the other line, I have Ashley Spivey, who first appeared on Brad Womack's season back in 2011. Hi, Ashley. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. Do you still get stopped on the street? Uh, occasionally. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what's really the frequency? Oh, interesting. Uh, I'd say the last time it happened, I was in Sun Valley with the little boy that I nanny for, and I was sitting beside this woman in a restaurant, and she kept on looking at me, and I could sense that she wanted to say something to me, and she was like, were you ever on The Bachelor? <laughs> Are you a nanny? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and it's just weird for it to happen in front of Burley, because he just thinks it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, this is this is my friend. This is my nanny. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> that is really funny. How how um in touch with are you with the people from your season still? Oh, I mean, I'd say four of them are still my best friends. Really? Who which um, four? Uh well I'm still close with Ashley H mm. or Ashley Rosenbaum now. Sure. Um I'm still really close with Lisa Morrissey. Yes. Um Allie Travis, Marissa May, and Britt. Wow, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Nice. So it has a lasting impact on your life. For sure. <laughs> um, you also are really active in sort of like the online bachelor world. Like you you tweet during the episodes. And I noticed that you were getting in the mix on the bachelor subreddit. Um, <laughs> obviously, those weren't a huge part of the show or weren't a huge part of the experience when you were actually on the show. Do you think you would have been more likely or less likely to go on um, if you if like social media and Reddit were a part of the equation? Mm. Someone asked me this question recently, and I I could not imagine going on now. Really? Like, Why is that? I think that I just see people acting differently mm-hmm. in terms of um, how they interact with the contestants on social media. People are rough to them. Yeah. I mean, if you need a good example of that, just look at what's going on with Tia right now. I mean, she's getting so much hate online. And I just, I don't even understand it. Even when you think about like how many shitty guys are on this season. And like, yeah. for some reason, people are just like focusing all their hate on Tia. It drives me crazy. I think there's like a new, there's like a, a, a big difference between The Bachelor and The Bachelorette that's like growing. It's like a, a growing gulf. And this is a good way to get into the episode. But 
like even I'm I'm definitely part of this problem where I just judge the bachelorette totally and the contestants totally differently than the bachelor and how I view those contestants. And it's like on the one hand, I feel like the women of the bachelor um, get more attention, are treated more like like almost like celebrities and, and some, to some degree, like more fully realized people. But I just feel like right. the men of the bachelorette, I don't know if it has to do with like you said, like there's so many shitty guys, but they just don't really get like the same amount of um, credit or like taken seriously. Like they just are like really like I just feel like this season they've been really bitchy. <laughs> right. And, and they're like caricatures. Yeah, they, they don't really even are. Seem like real people. <laughs> I know. Like, and so um, I didn't talk about Wills at all when he, in, in the first episode this week, I had Rob Mills on, who was a big fan of yours and spoke very highly of you on, on the episode, which is one of the reasons why I reached out. I was like, yeah, I got to talk to her. Everyone likes Ashley Spivey. I love Millsy. Yeah, he's a great, he's a great guy. And he speaks a lot of transparency, which I think in, as as the show kind of goes through scandals, is um, pretty admirable and just like a unique in entertainment. It's very unusual. Um, right. But we didn't really talk about Wills, and he has become. It seems like a fan favorite. A lot of people want him to be the Bachelor. What is your take on him? I love him. I am making a big push that I would love Wills to be the Bachelor, just because I think what happened with this season in terms of bigotry or uh, having a sex offender on the show, the way that they could make it up to all of us more progressive fans, I feel like that are really pissed. It would be nice if they could move into this century and finally have a black bachelor. Yeah. And I think Wills is the perfect person to do it. He's so well-dressed. He's hilarious. Like all of his reaction shots on the show has been my favorite part this season. Yeah. He does. He does a lot with, with few words, like the way he uh, <laughs> expresses a lot with his eyes and <laughs> he he does communicate a lot with, with very few words spoken. He did not get a lot of screen time. I think that's one of the reasons people like him is because they didn't turn him into a joke. Right. Like he, That's why it makes me sad that he's going on Bachelor Paradise because I, I feel like if you get a good edit on The Bachelorette sometimes, that can get messed up on Bachelor in Paradise. I mean, I'm really hoping that it doesn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I wanted him to be Bachelor and then they said he was going on Paradise. So I was like, no. <laughs> um, and a lot of people, whenever I said that on Twitter, they were like, he mumbles a lot, which... I didn't necessarily notice the mumbling or maybe I'm just used to guys mumbling on this show and it doesn't bother me anymore. <laughs> I mean, Nick mumbled. Everyone was you know, yeah. fine with it. Juan Pablo and Brad barely even talked and they were bachelors. So why does it matter? I didn't notice the mumbling either. I I, I think he speaks like a low tone. Like it's not, it's like he... Yeah, he just doesn't like project. Got a deep voice. Yeah, but also like that's part of what his appeal, I think, is it kind of makes him a little mysterious or uh I don't know, it's drawing drawing people in. Yeah. I just am worried that he's too understated. Like uh, do we know that he would give a good interview? Like, can he talk to the camera? Because his ITMs have not been have not blown me away. But maybe that's just the edit. I'm not sure. Right. I think it's the edit. I mean, his reactions to all the conversations that everyone was having shows me that he has that goofy side. Right. Yeah, I, he must. Also, it seems like the other guys in the house like him. That's, to me, one of the most important like signs of, like, will you be a good bachelor is right. um, how the other people in the house like respond to you. 
And it, it seems like the question with him going on paradise, I think it depends on how many women he hooks up with. Like, I think if he if he hooks up with more than two, then he you can't be the bachelor. But like when Nick got no. the bachelor job after paradise, he really only was involved with that woman. I think her, her name was either Sam or Jen. I can't remember. Jen. Jen, right. She had dark hair, beautiful eyes. Um, and so I think that like because he wasn't like too slutty, basically, he was he was able to be seen as the bachelor. With Wills, I feel like it'll be it can it'll be similar. I don't know though. Yeah. I I I don't know. I just it doesn't seem like he's in the conversation outside of fans, but maybe maybe he'll get the call up. Yeah, I'm really hoping that they don't pull from an older season. Like with Ari. Like I've seen yeah, I've seen people be like, we hope Ben gets a second shot or they want Peter to be the bachelor. And I'm just like... I don't think Peter will do it. I think Peter and, and Luke are both like blacklisted forever because of like... <laughs> I hope so. Well, Luke. Luke I don't, is... I don't, I don't yeah, Luke is also like in the Garrett camp, right? Like, And I think that if he was the bachelor now, he would just be way too problematic. And I mean, I, yeah. I, I would not be a fan. I wouldn't, but... Yeah, he seems. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and Ben, Ben is just really political. I don't think he would do it again, though. I think that also Winter Games probably like left a bad taste in his mouth because he was so upset on it. But Aww. I know, poor, poor Ben. Do you if if it can't be Will's, who from from this cast would you would you also want to see as the Bachelor? So I really like Jason. Me too. Jason's my. Pick. I think he's really cute. Yeah, he has a good personality. Um, and I really like Blake. Yeah. Those are definitely the three contenders. I think Blake will also be too boring. I, so, um, Jason's friends with, (laughs) I don't know. You just, you gotta be a good talker and Blake, I just don't know. He seems like really sweet and nervous, but I just don't know if he can carry a show. Jason, him being friends with Rob Gronkowski, do you, do you follow, um, football at all? Yeah, so, I saw on his Instagram story. Yeah. He's like always working out with them or hanging out with them. <laughs> that just seems like good fodder to me, but maybe that's a, a narrow view of uh, who The Bachelor should be. I think your point about Will's having the first black Bachelor is is a really good one. It would be it would be a big deal. It was a big deal with Rachel, and she was so awesome. She just didn't get good guys either. It's just really hard with Bachelorette casting now. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how you, how you find the good ones. I mean, most good guys don't want to go on a TV show and compete with other guys. That's true. To fall in love. That's true. <laughs> what did your husband think about you being on the show? Like, had he ever seen it? Uh, so that is actually how we met is we were at a bar and he recognized me from the show. Nice. So Yeah, we were at Brother Jimmy's. Oh, like cool. Which one? Sometimes. really funny yeah. though uh and so he 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 would never have gone on it though i assume that's why he why no, he customized never. A good guy. i mean he works in finance so like he even had to sign a a thing whenever we went to ashley Abear's wedding mm-hmm. that was like he couldn't be on tv <laughs> <laughs> i support that i think it's great when people find each other on television but a lot of the best relationships are just not going to be fostered there Ugh, I tell all of my friends who are like on seasons that have been on recently, I'm like, stop searching within Bachelor Nation to find someone. Yeah. Like, stay out of the franchise. <laughs> At this point, would you encourage someone to go on The Bachelor? I do. Uh, I actually. 
actually just talked to one of my soul cycle instructors. Oh. So I think she's trying out today for it. <laughs> nice. What's your soul cycle location? Uh, Tribeca. Nice. I love soul cycle. It's the best. I've seen several uh, bachelor people at, at the ones in LA where I am. There is like a natural crossover. I wonder that would be a really good date. They should do a date at soul cycle. I know. I bet SoulCycle would be up for it. I think SoulCycle would be up for it, too. Totally. It would be better as a bachelorette date than as a bachelor date, in my opinion. It's a great way to, like, judge someone's moves. I once saw David Beckham in a class, and he was so attractive. Yeah, it was amazing. (laughs) I see Jake Dylan Hall at the Tribeca one. Oh, nice. That's a great sighting. (laughs) Um, Ashley, I want to get into uh, how you had a hand in bringing the Garrett and Lincoln controversies to light. And we're going to talk about it after we talk about today's sponsors. Today's episode is sponsored by Ring. Ring first made a splash when they were on Shark Tank a few years ago, and the concept is genius. If someone rings your doorbell and you aren't home or you don't want to answer, you can respond to the person using just your smartphone, adding a level of both security and convenience. Today, over a million people are using the Ring video doorbell. And now Ring has a great new product called Ring Floodlight Cam. Just like Ring's amazing doorbell, Floodlight Cam is a motion-activated camera and floodlight with HD video and two-way audio that lets you know the moment anyone steps onto your property. You can see and speak to visitors or even set off a built-in alarm right from your phone. Simply put with Ring, you're always home. I have Ring, and I was recently out of town. It was great because I could see what was happening in front of my door. And now, as a listener, you can save up to $150 off a Ring security kit when you go to ring.com slash bachelor. Again, that's up to $150 off at ring.com slash bachelor. One more time, that's ring.com slash bachelor. Okay, more with Ashley. So you um, worked with Reality Steve to get the Lincoln story out there. How'd you have? Did you have a relationship with Reality Steve beforehand? I have done his podcast a couple of times uh, before this happened, but we were in talks to um, have me take over for Charlene's spot on the relationship podcast. Mm. And after what had happened with Garrett, I think Steve just wanted to kind of run the Lincoln stuff by me. Uh huh. And he kind of... I mean, I'm sure he would have figured it out, but he kind of just seemed at a loss of how to proceed and finding out what exactly Lincoln had done. How did you know how and to do that? <laughs> I I actually wanted to be a lawyer. Like oh, I did really? LSAT and uh, I actually uh, worked with a defense attorney for much of my college career. Uh, so I kind of knew like the places to look. So the first person I called was the clerk's office for that courthouse because the person who anonymously sent the email gave us the location of the courthouse, which was South Boston. And I called the clerk's office. They will not give any information over the phone or online. But she told me to call the press office for that courthouse. And I got in touch with a man named Jake there who uh, we sent a couple of emails back and forth, and he basically told me why Lincoln was at the courthouse for um, the indecent assault and battery. Right. And then I wanted more than just that email. So my husband's sister lives in Boston, and I had her go down to the court and copy all the documents that she could get 
from the courthouse and sent them to me. Wow. I mean, that's impressive. And also, um, you know, I think you were obviously right in wanting to get multiple confirmations that this was the situation. Because, like, uh, he obviously committed a crime, but also um, this will now be a part of his story for the rest of time, basically. And I I don't want to, like, adjudicate the actual crime itself, but it's definitely... You know, the the show itself has to face so much more scrutiny in terms of how they cast and how they look for stuff. And I know you gave an article or you you gave an interview to The Washington Post when you talked about the background screening you went through. And what kind of things did they dig up that raised red flags for why they didn't find this Lincoln story? Uh, well, the thing that they found on mine, and that's why I was very confused, is I had a, a pretty bad speeding ticket. Mm-hmm going 80 to 55. And they asked me about that on my background check without me revealing that. So I feel like if a a speeding ticket showed up, (laughs) how did that not show up on Lincoln? Absolutely. And even if like it wasn't, um, you know, decided there still would have been like a history of his, like the arrest history. Like that's not like a private matter. Like you can't have that, like that wouldn't have been like expunged yet from his record or whatever. So for sure. And I, you know, I, I asked on Twitter because I wanted to make sure that this is something that would be seen. And a lot of people who worked in HR said even the types of background checks that they do that aren't even considered FBI level, like supposedly that the show is doing, arrests would show up like that. Right. So I don't know. It's disappointing. I, it is. And I know it's not necessarily the show because it's the companies that they're using to do these background checks. But at the same, I mean, if a a company did that for me, I I would fire them. Yeah, of course. um, So that's why I kind of felt like their statements about that weren't okay. I really do hope that they do better. And, um, I heard what Milsey said, the thing about he wishes people would go to them. The thing was, I mean, the person who came to us didn't necessarily know that about Lincoln. They just saw him either while he was having to plead guilty or they just saw him and knew that something along those lines was going on. Right. It wasn't one of his friends. Right. Yeah. It, it, so that, that's what makes it hard. Right. And also... I think that just the way the show is run, like the there's so many different like parties involved. There's the network, there's the production company, there's the casting agency, and then I bet the casting agency doesn't even do their own background checks. I'm sure I bet they use a company that does that. Just kind of like that's how, that's how those things work. But it's just right. it, at a certain point, like the network has to be a little bit more responsible. I think I just I you know as you think it over, it's like well ultimately the ABC is the one that puts us on the air, and if there's like a problem with how the production is run, then like maybe that needs to be assessed. Do you find it harder to watch the show knowing, uh, having like the behind the scenes information like this? I mean, you also are watching having gone through the sausage factory. So you know how the sausage is made. And now you're also someone you're becoming like a a forward facing person that that viewers go to with inside information. So does that affect how you watch it? For sure. Just because I felt like once the info did come out about Lincoln, I was upset that he was getting any airtime at all. I don't care how funny his comments were about thinking the earth is flat. That's not funny, by the way. That's just that's just dumb. <laughs> no, exactly. That's just adding to the reasons why we shouldn't like him. Yeah, I completely um, agree. But then also in terms of Garrett, it, it 
it's just very hard for me to be invested in a love story when I know two people couldn't be more different. Right. So, yeah, these are the things I wish I didn't know about this season. But <laughs> um, major spoiler alert. <coughs> Do you know how this season ends? Yes, I am spoiled. I okay. Like, I am too. How is anyone not spoiled at this season? I don't, I don't know. Becca selects, okay. <laughs> Becca selects Garrett. And I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand how she stays with him um, if if they have such different, like, fundamental difference of opinions. I, I think that, like, even if, like, you could look the other way on some of his opinions or hope to educate him, I think, like, as just, like, she's a pretty, like, strong woman and his, like, anti-feminist comments are really offensive. And I, I think that, like, everything he, I don't want to, like, say, like, being transphobic is less offensive, but I'm just thinking, like, in terms of Becca's shoes, her core values and, like, who she thinks she is— how do you square that up? It's really, it also affects how I watch her. Right. Well, and that was one reason I was very excited for this season because I loved that she was openly feminist and, yeah. you know, a huge Joe Biden fan and I know. stuff like that. And then Garrett, man, ah. Oh. I know. It just seems like <laughs> there's no way they can work out. And and I don't mean, I don't mean to say like some of his opinions are worse or better than the others. Like everything that, you know, that his Instagram likes revealed are pretty, are pretty disheartening and upsetting. But I, I just, I don't get it. And like, when does she find out? And I, I will hope they do like kind of like an after the show special with them. Cause I have so many questions about how she kind of rationalizes or justifies some of, some of the choices that she ends up making. For sure. And I, I mean, I have so many questions. The thing I think that people keep on getting confused is they uh, seem to think I have a problem with conservative views or Republican views, which I don't. And the things that he liked, those were not Republican views or conservative views. I mean, maybe some Republicans or conservatives do have those views, but those are garbage people too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone would want to be associated with liking those things. Yeah. And I think the thing that really upsets me is that people want to kind of dismiss those things because they really want to root for a love story. And that bothers me. Right. <laughs> and now it's particularly because it's so far-fetched to begin with. And like, it's awesome when it does work out. And there's a few examples of, of that being the case, but you know, it's not like if Becca doesn't make this work, that's the end of her life. And she she can't no. find someone in another way. <laughs> I think it's yeah. also just fresh after she's been through so much already. It's it's frustrating to see that she's being just put in another position to like face a lot of controversy, which is which is just a bummer. But, you know, it's not like she's she's she signed up for it. So she probably knew there could be some kind of blowback or whatever. But she didn't sign up for specific for specific guys and like maybe she would have done things differently you know even rob said like they probably wouldn't have cast garrett if they knew everything um like knew about all of his like social media activity and his his views so it's very it's very frustrating um i truly believe that milsey did not know because as soon as i found out the first person i did say something to was milsey and he seemed pretty shocked about it yeah, I mean, it's also like it's not like it's good for the show. It's not going to help ratings. It's not going to and like people right. like you and me who are like fans and like want to have fun with it. It just makes it harder. Right. So, no, he just I think Garrett just has I'm not sure he knows how Instagram works. Because <laughs> even recently he liked a picture 
this was sent to me by multiple people and I didn't even care about it. And that's why I put out this poll where I was like, would you even care if your significant other liked a picture of a girl in a bikini? And a lot of people felt like they would be very offended by it, especially because the girl, this picture, it's her like looking over the lake and then she's in this kind of like a thong bathing suit. Mm -hmm. And Garrett liked the picture. This is recently. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, why, if you just got in trouble for social media stuff, would you like this picture of a girl and it's mainly her butt? Right. I mean, I think some (laughs) dudes are just really, and women too, but mostly dudes are really um, arrogant and don't care and just like they like whatever I'm obsessed I'm like it's so bad but I spend a lot of time in the um in the tab on Instagram where you could see what your friends have liked or the people that you follow oh, what yeah. they've liked and it's just like shocking some of the things that 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 people have will allow to be in their like activity and just like be more careful people learn how Instagram stalking yes. works <laughs> exactly people can see your likes all the time. Yeah. Every day. All the time. <laughs> I know. It's pretty insane that uh that it that people aren't more careful, but that's one of the reasons Instagram still captivates my attention. <laughs> um have you met Becca through your bachelor connections? I have not. Um we exchanged a couple of DMs mostly about political stuff mm-hmm. before her season aired. Um and then even after all this stuff came out about Garrett. I actually did send her another message. I was like, I'm I'm really sorry. I'm not trying to ruin your life. I mean, I hope at some point you kind of just realize that I just want you to end up with someone great. Yeah. And then she unfollowed me. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so she's out on you. Yeah. Well, I guess that's to be expected. Good for you, though. No, I totally expected it. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah. Ashley, thank you so much for joining my show today. It was great to chat with you. Hope to have you back again in the future. Oh, thank you for having me on. Yeah, of course. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks again to our sponsor, Ring. Ring first made a splash when they were on Shark Tank a few years ago. If someone rings your doorbell and you aren't home or you don't want to answer, you can respond to the person using just your smartphone, adding a level of both security and convenience. Over a million people are using the Ring video doorbell. I have it, and it means that I can know who's at my door whenever I'm not home or I am home and I don't want to get up. If you also want Ring, you can save up to $150 by going to ring.com slash bachelor. Again, that's ring.com slash bachelor for up to $150 off. And also thanks to our sponsor, Ben & Jerry's. Ben & Jerry's is known for creating euphoric ice cream with quirky and unique flavor combinations and delicious chunks and swirls throughout. And now with new Mooforia flavors, digging into a bowl of your favorite treat is even sweeter. Because at 140 to 160 calories per serving, Mooforia is the lightest way to enjoy all the euphoria of Ben & Jerry's. Available in three amazing flavors, including chocolate milk and cookies, caramel cookie fix, and PB dough. Try them all. Go to store.benjerry.com to have new Mooforia light ice cream delivered to you.